body has an inborn ability to heal and fasting harnesses that like no other therapy. It's the oldest therapy known to man. Every religious group disagrees on everything, even prayer, except one thing, fasting. This is not something new. I think people are just now hearing about it. I mean, for good reason. I, there's been some new studies that really have showed us why you know, fasting is just transformative. Why would we fast? There certainly are many reasons for us to fast and many ways to fast as well. So today I'm going to get into that with a dear colleague of mine, Dr. Daniel Pompa, author of Beyond Fasting, this excellent book and resource to get you exercising that fasting muscle. Hi everyone, it's Dr. Anna Kabeca. I'm the girlfriend doctor. It is my mission and my passion to help women live better lives before, during, and after menopause. So welcome to the Girlfriend Doctor Podcast, an intimate place for intimate conversation. And remember, I am here for you. You can ask or tell me anything. No shame, no guilt, no apologies. We pull back the curtain on all, thing rela- all things related to women's health. You name it, we talk about it. We're all about shining a light on our overall wellness, mind, body, and spirit. So let's get started. And today my guest is Dr. Daniel Pompa. He is a respected leader in the health and wellness space, educating practitioners around the world and the public on the origins of inflammation-driven disease, the therapeutic application of the ketogenic diet, fasting, ancestral-based health approaches, cellular healing, and detoxification. Trained as a chiropractor, his authority is rooted in his own battle, having overcome neurotoxic illness and heavy metal poisoning using his own unique cellular detoxification strategies. A relentless self-experimenter, Dr. Pompa has a passion for healing others. He's a true warrior of a from pain to purpose mindset, and he speaks about removing the cause of toxicity and inflammation, going upstream and following a multi-therapeutic approach to health and healing. Dr. Pompa and his wife, Marilee, live in Park City, Utah with their five children, two dogs, and two cats. I know you guys are going to love this. Here we go. Dr. Dan Pompa, what an honor to have you here on my Girlfriend Doctor podcast. Welcome. Glad to be here. You've been on mine and here I am. I'm so glad to meet your audience. Well, I was so thrilled with your book coming out, Beyond Fasting, right? Because, I mean, what a great title too, because we're all talking now about fasting, intermittent fasting. Tell us a little bit about your story with fasting and how you recognized it to be such a powerful clinical modality. I mean, you are one of the world leaders in fasting and using it in clinical health. I was into it when it wasn't even cool. (laughs) Now it's cool. I've been waiting for you all. Here we are. Uh, Yeah, back, back in the 90s is when I really got into it. You know, I just have a fascination with the innate intelligence in the body. The body has an inborn ability to heal and fasting harnesses that like no other therapy. It's the oldest therapy known to man. Every religious group disagrees on everything, even prayer, except one thing, fasting. This is not something new. I think people are just now hearing about it. I mean, for good reason. I, there's been some new studies that really have showed us why 
you know, fasting is just transformative. I, I can tell you, I, you know, I, as you know, I coach doctors around the world and we would say, look, these impossible autoimmune conditions and complicated conditions, we could never help them without fasting. I mean, it is such a powerful modality. And I believe that humans are genetically programmed to fast without it. I believe we develop disease with it. I believe not only do we prevent disease, um, but I believe we can beat disease. So I, I interviewed Thomas Seyfried. He wrote the book, uh, Cancer is a Metabolic Disease. And he said, you know, look, one extended fast a year can decrease cancer 95%. I look, clinically, we, we see it. So we're programmed to fast. We're just not. You know, So we need to purposely do this, whereas ancient cultures, they were forced into it. I mean, you know, they had environmental changes, lack of food, droughts, etc. But today, we need to purposely fast to transform our health. Exactly. And I think that's such a key to transform our health, that it is transformative and beyond beyond intermittent fasting. So what do you say to the person who says, well, I get hypoglycemic, I'm going to have a hard time, there's no way that I can go even 12 hours without food? What do you say to that person? I say you have a big cellular problem. You know, I mean, obviously, if, if you, you know, haven't been diagnosed with diabetes, um, it's coming uh, because you may have been diagnosed with hypoglycemia, which is kind of the front side of prediabetes. But look, that's a problem. When you, when you can't go without food that long, your cells, listen to, this is what's happening, right? Your cells can use two things for energy, sugar or fat. That's it. So what happens is, is most people, because we're going to talk about some of the causative factors, of course, the standard American diet, but even certain toxins can affect the cell, your cells in the body from hearing hormones that teach or tell, I should say, your cells to burn fat, right? So when we're not eating, our healthy cells should burn our stored fat. So I haven't eaten today. And, you know, yet... My, I'm not hungry because I'm eating. I'm eating my stored fat. That's what you should have. That's what should have. But so many people are broken in this area of the cell where you burn fat that you don't. So guess what happens? One of two things. If you go long enough, your body will just start breaking your muscle down uh, to break it, your muscle down into sugar. And that's not good because that lowers your metabolism. Or this is a better one because it doesn't want to break its muscle down. It wants to survive. So it'll just tell you to eat. It'll give you cravings for carbohydrates because the point is, is it needs the sugar to survive. It was, if it wasn't broken, it would simply switch over and burn your stored fat as energy and you would forget about food, right? Simple as that. That's what's happening. Yeah. And I'd say, have, have you ever had a client where you weren't able to get them to do extended fasting? my book that you brought up, it really is week one, two, three, four, five, up to a fast, <laughs> week six. And then week seven is how you break the fast, right? You don't just run a marathon. So I would never expect any of my clients to just go out and run a marathon. You train for it to get the best results, even to finish, right? So that's what the book's about. Like, okay, you don't just expect you to fast. You can actually work up to a fast. Now, even with that set, some people, their first fast is best to do a partial fast, which is getting your calories under 1,000, depending on body size, sometimes it's less, and getting your protein under 20 grams a day. And that's called a partial fast. And sometimes that's the first fast. But we do five days uh, years ago. 
before there was ever research around this, then, you know, we just said, well, you know, clinically, we just see the best results by going at least five days. Why? It takes about three days to kind of overcome all the garbage. You, you feel rough for those first three days. You know, you do. Now, if you follow the program of my book, you don't feel as rough. That's the whole point of it. But typically, you feel rough those first three days. And then day four, there's a breakthrough that happens. And what we know now what happens on day four scientifically is your body hits what is called max autophagy. What that means is it's getting rid of all the bad cells in your body. It's that smart. It gets rid of the bad cells for energy. It needs energy. It needs amino acids. It needs So it's breaking those down. It's so smart. It doesn't take away your good cells. It goes after the ones that have bad DNA that could potentially cause cancer. Your immune cells that are living too long, they're called senescent cells. And they cause mischief, inflammation, autoimmune, allergies, food allergies. It gets rid of those. That's how we can shut down this bad you know, autoimmune conditions. So this autophagy happens and the body's getting rid of all these bad things. It's maxed out around four, day four. And then you start feeling better. And then your ketones go up and we hit what we call max autophagy. Day five, something magical happens every time your body gets rid of one of these bad cells, guess what it does? It stimulates a stem cell to replace it with a young, vibrant immune cell or whatever cell that it took. Could be a skin cell, could be a muscle cell. And now you start regenerating. So you get maximum autophagy on day four, you get maximum stem cell day five. So back before we knew the science, we just kind of like knew that you know, magic happens day four. Let's ride it out one more day to day five. And we even found out with new science that day five, you have this maximum growth hormone rise. So five days, there's magic there. And, and that's what the book's about. And what is the maximum you can eat during those five days? Like when you're talking to get those results, because you said under a thousand. Now, one thing that we've done in our groups, intermittent fasting, you know, extended water fasting, 72 hours, and then sometimes longer you know, longer fast and however that looks for people, but definitely working them up with like keto green shakes the first couple of days or the first few times they do it. It's really focusing on too in my programs, get alkaline before you go into a fast and just kind of supporting your body. But so like with the fasting mimicking diet, they're still eating during that. You know, is there a magic formula for that? Yeah, well, look, I'm, you know, the fasting mimicking diet took a partial fast, which I've taught and utilized for years. I actually learned it from a Frenchman, Albert Mazier, before anyone heard the word fasting mimicking diet. Uh, Longo and his group reached out to me and I'm, I love them. So, and I love their research they're doing. They took it and put it in five boxes for five days. The only issue that my doctors have with it is there's some inflammatory foods in it. Some people don't do well with, right? Some people don't do well with inulin, inulin, you know, SIBO people get a little bloating from it. So in my book, I have a partial fast on how you can design it yourself with the foods that you like. So for example, your green, the foods you focus on in your program, the green keto, you could literally build that five day partial fast out of everything. I'd love for you to do that for my group, actually, you know, so let's do a partial green, you know, green fast, which would be wonderful because you've really focused in on some specific foods. You can do that with what I've laid out in the book. You can literally go through there and pick your foods. That's what I like about a partial fast. I'm going to be honest though. Um, I Metabolically, I will put someone on a partial fast first. Psychologically, it's easier. Oh, I get to eat? 
oh, I can do that, right? I mean, you know, okay, I'm limiting my f- calories to under a thousand. And I, when I do, and I, I stick around 500, honestly. And again, you know, you can pick the foods you want in that 500 calories. Bigger people can definitely do around a thousand. So body size, you know, I talk about that in the book um, is relevant. Here's where people forget protein is important. If you go over 20 grams of protein in a day in those calories, you'll shut autophagy off. So you do have to limit the protein to still getting this autophagy going. So, you know, the the magic is that, you know, combination of low protein, low calories. And again, you can build it to the foods you want. So here's my final point to answer that question. So I actually don't like partial fasting as much only because I, it's me. Now, this is a personal issue, right? I, once I start eating, I don't like to stop. When I water fast, I just lose my hunger. And again, I, I lose that day one. I, you know, I can go 24 hours. I, it's a busy day. I don't even know, think about food until I stop. And then I go, oh, food. And it's really appetite, not hunger. Push it on by day two. I'm done. No problem. I have everything in my book. I try, I train myself to be that flexible, right? Metabolically flexible. But the bottom line is partial fasting psychologically is easier. But I think if you're one of those people who like, you know, have trouble limiting your food and once you start eating, you're better off water fasting. Right, right. All or none. And I, I'm with you on that. I think just initially to go through and say, hey, I'm able to do just a shake only fast or something like that is so encouraging. And it does give a, uh, you know, that confidence like, okay, let me go to the next type of fast. And that's what I definitely recommend that. And, and that's right. Exactly. You give that con- the psychological thing without food, you're beyond it. You go, okay, I can do it. You know, you what you could do is, you know, you're your shake, the smoothie, uh, the green keto smoothie, all you have to do is dial that in, you know, just keep, if you follow the rules, you can dial it in the same exact smoothie, right? So, which I actually prefer that if I'm going to do a partial fast, I typically dial my smoothie in to where I do it twice a day, typically in my eating window. So I'll do one, say at two and one at six, right? And, but again, it's, it's, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still around five to 600 calories and I'm under 20 grams of protein in that shake. That's easy. You know, it's like you just have to measure what you're putting in the green smoothie and and limit it to that. It's simple. simple. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Is that 20 grams the same for women or is it? Well, that's why in in the book, I I base it on body size. So 20 grams is, you know, for me, I can handle that. I have more muscle. Women, I like to get them under 15 grams. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Now in your book, um, love this book, Beyond Fasting, you talk about the seven accomplishments, which I love that, seven accomplishments of fasting. Yeah. Yeah. So look, you know, I talked about autophagy. The body gets rid of bad cells. Again, we're programmed to fast, to get rid of these bad cells that build up in all of us. They're called senescent cells. These are, again, I repeat myself, cells that live too long. Here we are in this time of it, you know, we could be a little bit beyond Corona at this point, but fact is, is that when they looked at who is most vulnerable, young or old, in the groups that are getting most sick from Corona, it was those who have the most immunosenescent cells. Old people, they have more immunosenescent cells. These are immune cells that live too long. They drive inflammation. Oh yeah, they could have died from the virus. Young people can also have too many of these immunosenescent cells because they're unhealthy, leaky gut, different things. 
they're the ones that would be sick for two weeks and you hear them, right? Like, gosh. And then you hear the other people, they didn't even know they had the sick, right? They measured their animals. I didn't even know they got sick, right? That's me, you. And, you know, so the bottom line is, is that this autophagy process gets rid of these cells that live too long called senescent cells, huge. Then it activates a stem cell. So that's, you know, benefit one autophagy, benefit two, stem cell creation which is huge because you're renewing your body. Stem cells is what heals you. Oftentimes, you can't get well or an injury won't heal because you don't have enough stem cells. So if you're getting rid of bad cells and getting more stem cells that heal you, I mean, or you, you could go pay $10,000 and get stem cells injected or get them for free. So you, you can figure that out yourself. It's pretty easy. <laughs> so, but anyway, so there's two benefits. A third one is my favorite called energy diversion. When you're not eating, you massively, and this is probably a bigger benefit in pure water fasting, you get this massive energy that your innate intelligence now has, and it just goes, okay, what am I going to do with it? Oh, I'll tell you, I'm going to take these extra stem cells, I'm going to start healing stuff that hasn't healed. So during a fast, typically around day three, day four, you'll get this like knee pain, like, wow, why is my knee ache? Well, you probably injured it 20 years ago, and your body just didn't have enough energy to drive towards that healing and enough stem cells. You might feel, I remember when I used to fast years ago, I felt kidney pains all the time after like day four, my kidneys were still beat up from me being sick years ago, right? So wow. yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool thing. No, but that's a huge connection for me because we're going to talk about this. Y'all listening, we are going to, Dr. Dan Pompa and I are going to talk about something that I'm not recommending any of you do on your own without physician guidance and having been an expert faster. We're going to talk about something in just a few minutes that I can't wait to talk about with Dr. Dan. But when I dry fasted, that's what we're going to talk about. We'll explain that later. But when I dry fasted, oh man, my kidneys were were wow. hurting and I've had such adrenal issues, adrenal fatigue, adrenal stress, and the kidneys hold the energy of fear. And certainly there was like this, um, and I never even thought about it as a result of, you know, energetic issue that here it's working to heal some damaged area in, in such an extreme way. That's a, it's amazing. I, I mean, you really get a respect for the intelligence when you fast and you realize it starts to take these stem cells, this extra energy and starts healing. You know, and I, and I said, um, you know, the body is genetically programmed to fast. Another part of these accomplishments that happen during a fast is your body resets its microbiome. Uh, you know, during these times of fast, good and bad bacteria starve down and it gives your microbiome a chance to reset and raise more good than bad. It kind of fixes that dysbiosis. And uh, that only and happens. Candida, during right? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yep. It only happens during fasting states. So there's a reset of your gut and then there's a reset of your DNA. Literally your, your body during fasting times turns off bad genes that stressors turn on just through living. Right. So again, being programmed to fast, our bodies reset, turn off those bad genes, and it's shown to upregulate and turn on good genes that make you live longer, healthy, downregulate inflammation. So you see all of that ha happening during fast. And there's one more I call hormone optimization. So I said that day five, you see this massive rise in growth hormone. Uh, and that actually starts day one. You start to see growth hormone going up. And why is that happening? The body puts itself into this mode of save itself, it's, it wants to hold on to its muscle in case it has to run from a lion or survive. So it raises growth hormone to do that. 
also your cells become very hormone sensitive. And it's so smart. It, it knows it's producing less hormones to survive, but it makes the cells so sensitive. And really, when you look at why people can't lose weight, why people don't feel well, hormone problems, it's not the lack of hormones, which everybody thinks, even alternative docs. It's really the cell sensitivity to the hormone that becomes the problem. When we look at healthy, very healthy people in ancient cultures, their hormone levels are actually really low, but their cells are so sensitive. So during a longer fast, you can keep increasing your cell sensitivity to your hormones. So, I mean, there's seven massive benefits right there. Massive. And, and really like looking at how we can create insulin sensitivity, right? That's right. That's a, that's a hormone that you, your cells become insulin sensitive. Right. To. And, and they can be hormone resistant and they can be hormone sensitive. And again, that's why, you know, I will say it takes more than hormones to fix your hormones. That's right. All right. Now I've got yeah, you. Yeah. When you said that in my interview, I'm like, boom, right there. <laughs> if it was so easy, then we would just be taking hormones, right? But no, it makes your blood work look better, but you don't feel better because it's more than hormones. Absolutely. And the combination makes a difference in that whole thing of hormone resistance or cellular yes. resistance to hormone optimization. And it, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you, right? And the answer is not higher and higher levels of hormone. And, and so now, like, I'm like, oh, man, we're going to talk extended fasting and we're going to get into dry. Well, we've been talking about extended fasting. That was all that. It was five-day fasting there. That's a five-day. Well, what's your longest fast? Water yeah, fast? okay, that's extended. Uh, you know, my extend. I think my longest was about a week. That's all. My wife has done 12 days. My son at age 13 did 11 days. What? Yeah. So here's that story, actually. So um, I had a picture. I was doing a talk um, and I was doing PowerPoints. And he said, he looked over my shoulder and said, oh, my gosh, like, what's wrong with her? She had severe psoriasis all over her body. She had autoimmune. And then she, he, the after picture was her perfectly clear. It looked like two different people. And he was like, oh, my gosh, what did she do? The reason he was interested is because this was my last child, okay, youngest. So he didn't follow the PAPA program. He had some psoriasis marks because he was always like, what are these things? I'm like, that's the beginning of psoriasis. That's why you need to clean up your diet. He was a carb-addicted child, okay, and would never listen to me, but he was getting concerned about this. When he said that that woman was the same as what I said he had, and I said, Simon, her started just like that. He walked out of the room, and I'm like, huh, I wonder where that's going to go. He walked back in five minutes later and said, okay, what did she do? I said, she fasted and she did my cellular detox. He said, okay, I'm starting a fast. I'm like, all right, great. Now, how long do I have to go? I said, five days. He goes, okay. I thought it was going to last a day. He made it that day. I was stunned. The next day, he you know, somehow motivated on. We ended up traveling to New York and we're gone for like three days, my wife and I. So it was like, it was a good thing because he was like, okay, I can do it until you get back, right? So he had a goal. We got back, he was like beyond day five and he went on to 11 days. He kept saying, it's more better, it's more better and because he was carb addicted and overweight. It was like, it broke his carb addiction and never had a drop of psoriasis again. And um, it, it broke them through. So if my son can do it, you can do it. Now, listen, I, not everyone has to do an extended, extended fast. I believe multiple five-day fasts can do the same thing. I mean, I do about four multiple five-day fasts a year. But add one to your year, man. Just add one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, again, start one day, go to two, go to three, you know, and just, and see, and always tell clients, 
ghrelin hormone is the strongest on the second day until you like you you've exercised that muscle but that hunger hormone's the song stronger make it through day two and all of a sudden you're like oh man i'm doing more push-ups i feel lighter you know well i'm doing one push up. Yeah, in, I don't in know. my book i break it down what you should feel each day right because when you kind of know what to feel each day like you said right like day two okay i am hangry i'm gonna kill someone and it happens around the times you typically eat like if you eat at noon you better be busy at noon, right? Because you're going to get hangry. You got to know what to expect. It does make it easier. I, I love that. This is Dr. Anna Kabeca, the girlfriend doctor, author of best-selling books, Keto Green 16 and The Hormone Fix. I quickly wanted to share with you that my new book, Keto Green 16, is finally available. Look inside these pages, beautiful recipes, a 16-day clinically proven, effective fat loss, adrenaline boosting, anti-inflammatory plan that will make you feel great quickly. We have used this plan in clients in postmenopause, menopause, and postmenopause, as well as some gentlemen that have joined us along the way. I love it when men are joining alongside their ladies and taking part. And what we found is an increase in fat loss, a decrease in symptom scores, and a decrease in waste. So we like to see these changes. In fact, we had one client who's a 67-year-old woman who has tried many things. She was diagnosed in the past with breast cancer and had felt that she had hit a wall and she was just going to have to power through or struggle for the rest of her life. Just within one cycle of Keto Green 16, she not only felt tremendous, but she said she was happier than she's been in forever that she could remember. And she was no longer feeling like, when is the next shoe going to drop as far as waiting for another diagnosis? She felt empowered over her own body and that she has taken this control back. Not to mention losing some weight, improving her blood sugar with a decrease in hemoglobin A1C, as well as some other really important health markers. Now, we've had a gentleman in the plan. His name is Daniel, 57 years old with 80 pounds to lose on blood pressure medicine at risk for starting blood sugar medicine. He did one cycle of Keto Green 16 with his beautiful wife and within 16 days, his symptoms dropped tremendously. His blood pressure improved so much that he has to be weaned off his blood pressure medicine and he lost 30 pounds, I know crazy, right? And what other clients have told me, especially during the quarantine, is that they felt like they were doing something good for their body. They could focus on their health and their resilience, which made them feel much stronger and healthier. And so I encourage you to check it out, Keto Green 16, and I am pleased to be on this journey with you. I always look, you know, for what is the smallest changes I can make that's going to give me the biggest results. That's how I ended up doing some dry fasting. And it was that actually I was, uh, had come across it. And then I was reading my Bible and Saul on the road to Damascus, you know, was blinded by the voice of Jesus. And so he had nothing by mouth, no food, no beverage, for three days. And so that for me was reinforcement. Okay. I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to do 72 hours. I can do this. And, and that was a prayer fast. And certainly 
that was the dry fast. That was the first time I did a dry fast. I did three days. And I can tell you, I felt amazing day three. Like what I felt, and this is what I wanted so much to talk with you about is what I felt was this, like, I call it piezoelectric charge, this really like high level of energy. And and then I just broke it. You get so, you know, really thirsty and I just wanted to drink something. And I had made my 72 hours. I'm like, done. That's right. Well, there's magic in the dry fast. So just back up a second. You know, folks, I think you heard her, but we'll repeat it. No food or water, nothing past the mouth, right? And there's something called a hard dry fast where you don't even shower. Why? Because yeah, your body will suck in the water. It wants to live that long, you know, that bad. It will suck in water. So that is a soft dry fast is where you actually do shower, right? So you will pull a little water and a hard dry fast. And brush your teeth. Yeah, exactly. And hard dry fast is no shower at all. So, you know, I just like lost, you know, 90% of my female audience there. No shower, forget it, done. Yeah, so soft dry fast, you can still shower and brush your teeth. So why would we do this, right? So uh, many religious groups do this uh, for sure. Well, there's a three to one autophagy. So remember I said autophagy is getting rid of all the bad cells. So you have a three to one, meaning that one day of dry is like three days of water. Now I've got your interest again, I think. So not your interest, but your followers. (laughs) Oh, no, me too. I love that. I'm glad to hear you say it. Absolutely. So why would it be a three to one ratio? Why would we get more autophagy? It's pretty simple, actually. Your body needs water to survive, right? I mean, we've all heard you can't live without three days of water. Well, that's not true. I'll tell you a really amazing story after I make this point. So your body to survive will bust down fat cells, which carry the most toxins. And obviously, they're the ones we really want to get rid of. And it will do that because fat cells hold the most water. So at autophagy, it gets rid of these fat cells. And typically, it's doing the bad ones, the toxic ones. But what it does is it gets its water that way. So that's why it's three to one autophagy because your body's surviving and needing water. So I, I had said an amazing story. A guy named Cameron, I, when I took him on as a client, he was so sick. I mean, death store, literally. He got so bad that he basically was going without, he couldn't eat. And it went from like eight foods, you know, he had such food intolerance to five, to three, to one, couldn't eat a food without reacting dramatically. Then he narrowed down to where he could only drink like one water, literally one water. Otherwise he was reacting. And then all of a sudden he couldn't do that anymore. He was in the hospital. They couldn't even, they put IVs in him to save his life. Anaphylactic reactions. They were like, they basically sent him home to die. They they didn't know what to do, right? His parents were like, okay, we're we're just good. Because they're like, we don't know what to do with him. We can't do anything with him. I said, I told his parents, I said, listen, the innate intelligence knows if it doesn't want water or food, let it go. It, the innate intelligence won't allow him to die. It won't. It'll open something up. Just ride it. He went 12 days. And because their, their question was, well, how do we know when to try water again? I said, he'll get extremely thirsty. You know, it's like his thirst will go away. And then, you know, he was already at that point. I said, it'll come back. And then just listen to the intelligence and start drinking again. And then hunger will come back. It's exactly what happened. Saved his life. And Cameron now p- develops product for me. He works for my business. Uh, amazing story. If you, My podcast, Cellular Healing TV, that I interviewed you on. I interview him uh, on that. So Cameron George, if you put his name in the search on Cell TV, you can see that whole story. 
I love that story. I love that story and that innate intelligence, trusting that innate intelligence. And just thinking of the extended dry fasting that just one day would equal three days of water fast. Now, there are challenges to that, certainly. Again, with any of us, we've got to work through it. But what I noticed in my third day was like, and I don't even know where the word came from, like recessed memory in physics, possibly, but piezoelectric. So that had just popped into my head. So I was talking with my dear um, friend, Dr. Angela Aiken, and she looked it up. And so here, piezoelectric is the electric charge that accumulates in certain solid materials, such as crystals, certain ceramics, and biological matter, such as bone, DNA, and various proteins in response to applied mechanical stress. The word piezoelectricity means electricity resulting from pressure and latent heat. What I felt at the 72 hours, you know, at this third day was just this lightness. I mean, this really like this tremendous lightness. And when I look at that word pressure, you know, on bones or proteins, I mean, really, because when you're that dehydrated, that compression would cause that pressure then igniting a electric charge possibly. Let me bring some... Absolutely. You're going to love this. You're going to flip when you see this. Okay. One of the things that happens in fasting, in particular dry fasting, to your point, what happens is there's something called membrane potential. The potential across this membrane is life and death, disease, no disease. It allows us to have energy, healthy people that like, gosh, they always have enough energy. They, they have somewhere a membrane potential above 70. Okay, so negative 70 millivolts. This is an electric potential, okay, that it needs to be there to move nutrients in your cell, toxins out of the cell. That potential, life or death. When you get down around 50, these people are sick. They have symptoms. And very acidic, by the way, very Absolutely. acidic. When you get down around 15, you have cancer at that point, right? So w- one of the things that we, we see is this immediate fix of the membrane. Now, again, when you go back out of the fast, you know, you end up like evolving back because you might have toxic things upstream going on. But the more you do this, the higher the potential. So that millivolt potential, it's the difference of health and no health, life and death, cancer, no cancer, diabetes, no diabetes, all of it. Higher electric charge. That's what it is. It's an electric charge that your cells need to operate. Without it, it's the most basic thing. And there's other things that we've heard about red light therapy can have a a temporary effect on that PEMF pulsed electromagnetic fields have a, you know, they can change that. I'm a big fan of them because they change that membrane potential, but fasting huge, huge. Oh, wow. I love this. Dr. Pompa, how exciting, you know, and We'll have to do some. I'm definitely going to bring keto green fasting into your group and I'm going to bring your fasting into my group and we'll do some extended. We haven't done a five day water fast in my group. Yeah. So start what you could do is start a group and then, you know, you could have me on We'll inspire people throughout the five days. Right. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun and, you know, the book brings people up to the fast. So each week you can bring a lesson you know, like, okay, here we are, here we are, hurry. You can add your magic to it, right? You know, I'm all for it. You know, I, I love it, right? I mean, listen, you'll resonate with every one of those weeks before the fast. And then, like I said, you'll add your magic to it and it'll be awesome. But you bring people up to it, then you walk them through the fast. I tell you what, I, I have fasted over 20,000 people that way 
Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of fun to do big online groups. I, I built my, my fa- I built like massive Facebook groups just because fasting it's transformative. The, the miracles that happen during those. And I'll tell you what, let me listen. I can't, I, I'm coming, I just got goosebumps because you have to understand, we just talked about the physical benefits of fasting, but the reason every spiritual group, every religious group on the planet, you know, believes in fasting is because if you want to move, thing you you know breakthrough that you need in your life fasting is how you do it so biblically i could you know there's so many stories and i I talk about some of them in my book but you know jehoshaphat's one of my favorites because here israel had three of the biggest armies coming out of the north against them they were dead i mean they had nothing to do so jehoshaphat did the best thing he could have he called the people together and he proclaimed a fast for the whole nation of israel and they prayed and they fasted and God spoke in that fast to them. And you know what he did? He moved before them. Those three armies actually turned on themselves and they killed themselves. See, that was, that was a problem way bigger than them. And that's what we do with fasting. So when we look at when there's a problem, you know, Paul lost his sight, nothing, food and water, three days. So the physical, yes, but when you need a breakthrough for a family member, for something that you're looking for in your life, something bigger than you, fast. Because fasting creates breakthrough. I'm telling you, it breaks through. There's a biblical term called rakazakamats. That means the English is be strong and courageous, but the Hebrew is so much more powerful. It means God has already gone before you and broke through and moved you into the promise. So as Moses, literally, his last words on his deathbed, he spoke, God spoke through Moses, Rakazakamatsa Israel, meaning I've already moved into the promise for you. The resistance, the fear of the 31 armies that you're moving into, I have beaten them back. Trust me. So in a fasting state, we're putting God to that test and we're saying, move before us, move us into the promise. Every one of us have a promise. It will move us into that promise. It creates breakthrough. That's what I love about fasting. I agree completely. Before I make a strong decision, I fast and I pray. And actually, even with this, you know, at the onset of the quarantine and the coronavirus, and my daughter was in Europe still, and I just fasted and I prayed and it, you know, really giving clarity, making the best decisions and also that peace that surpasses all understanding. And, and then it also, I was told to basically do my daily lives. So I've been doing my daily lives on my Facebook group and I'll bring you into that group too. And we'll talk about a fast, but it's exactly that it's a breakthrough and why certainly it's uncomfortable for me, uncomfortable doing live speaking or anything, but I have that confidence now and that it's as much for me as it is for other people. You know, the, the best part about fasting is when we are weak, he is strong and, and it puts us in a weakened state. You know, and when you understand, you know, you read the Bible, it talks about that weak state is where God moves, right? It's like, you know, when David was at his weakest points in the Bible, that's when God stepped up for him, right? You know, so at that time, we become weak spiritually, emotionally, physically, or actually spiritually, we actually become stronger, but physically and emotionally, we become a little weaker, more vulnerable. And then we pray and God moves during those times. I believe it has something to do with that weakness that's created. And if you think about it, even the physical breakthrough is what appears to be weak is actually strength. 
you know, it, it's really uh, amazing parallels, you know? It's amazing. a rebuilding, a reinforcement, a reconstruction. I would say every great cathedral, a cathedral is our body is the cathedral of our spirit. So every great cathedral needs constant renovation and fasting does that. But also more than that, this this spiritual clarity we get is, is from ketones. I mean, a part of it is this ketones and that higher vibration, that higher electric potential. By the way, you know, when we look at studies on ketones, right, typically it's therapeutic values that most people don't reach, 3.5 and above, right, that really can transform the brain and the microbiome. So when people try to be in keto, a lot of sick people can't reach those therapeutic numbers. Well, how do we get there? Fasting. Fasting is the magic. And when Thomas Seyfried with these cancer patients, one of the things that he learned was ketosis alone wasn't good enough. They needed restriction. And restriction got higher therapeutic values and more autophagy. So restriction and ketones is what Seyfried realized was the magic for cancer. But I believe it's the magic for a brain too. We need higher numbers of ketones that we can typically only get in a fasting state. We have the restriction. We have the energy benefits. I mean, you know, that's why I love keto, but I love keto and fasting. <laughs> that's what I love. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Using our own ketones, our own fat to make ketone. Well, Dr. Pompa, I could talk with you all day. This has just been so wonderful. I know so wonderful for my community. And I really do. I thank you for your time. And please let people know where to find you, how to get your book, and also your Facebook groups. Yeah, no, my Facebook group is dr. Daniel Pompa, P-O-M-P-A. So my name right there, you can see it. Hold that back up. Yeah, so there it is. It's dr.danielpompa. That's my Facebook, right? It's, it's what's on the book. And that's my fan page there. And uh, you can also go to drpompa.com. That's my website. And I have my podcast, Cellular TV there. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for being with us today. And can get this book anywhere books are sold too at drpompa.com, Amazon. Yeah. And right now, um, actually, you're, we're not releasing it to many groups because I haven't uh, went to a publisher yet. So right now, the f- most direct way to get it is if you go to beyondfastingbook.com, you can get it directly for cheaper because we haven't purposely released it. It's still per- in professional editing but we offered that version. So get it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for being with us. What a fabulous discussion. You know, I love talking about fasting and it is a spiritual exercise as well as a tool for optimizing our health. So we will be doing keto green fasting in our group as well as some extended fasting. As you've heard, we are committed and supporting each other in our community, Dr. Dan Pompa, as well as I will be supporting you guys in some extended fasting. I can't wait because that in community, we really, really inspire even greater healing and accountability. I know for me, whenever I'm fasting, you guys have seen me in my Keto Green community on Facebook or my Magic Menopause group. I am right there along with you. And that helps me, helps me stay with it too. So I am always glad to be here with you. Speaking of my Magic Menopause community, you know, we're open for enrollment a couple times a year, usually once or twice a year. And that's a group where I do the live coaching in a very private webinar setting. And um, it's super fun. And one of my clients named Katie 
who has been in magic menopause for three years now, has been doing some extended fasting as well. And including this last round that I did right before Easter 2020, we did some extended fasting. And I did two days of keto green fasting with three days of water fasting. In the past, she'd only done keto green fasting. That is our keto green shake and bone broth for two or three days. Typically, we push for that 72 hours. So this round, she was committed to doing water fasting and she did it. And what she said was, Dr. Anna, I feel better than ever. This has really transformed my life and also my confidence. Here I was at day one thinking, oh my gosh, I just want to choose something. But I know you said that at day two, that's when hunger can be really tricky. So I made it through and by day three, I was sailing. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I know it's done my body so good. I feel so strong and so much better. Thank you, Katie. Thanks for sharing that with us. And thank you to all of you. I love hearing from you. I love hearing how our community, my work and my books, my programs have affected you in some way. It does really help us all keep going. So, and you again are inspiration to others. So keep sharing your stories with me and I'll continue sharing as well. And a big shout out to just for everyone who has bought my latest book, Keto Green 16. I'm thrilled with all the positive feedback and that it is a bestseller. So grateful. I love it. And then also don't forget my book, The Hormone Fix, my Magnus Opus, you guys, a book that everyone should read. Let's do Keto Green 16. Keep taking it into your communities. And again, I thank you. Thank you for being here. This is Dr. Anna. Thank you for joining me and my Girlfriend Doctor podcast. Till next time. <music>